Hi humans, welcome to our podcast, Let's Talk About It. My name's Lauren. And I'm Adam. On this podcast, we want to help start or continue conversation about the beautiful and messy parts of life. Although we both had a conservative upbringing, we've since grown out of a lot of our traditional ways of thinking. We're learning to deconstruct the religious lenses we once saw the world through, breaking down topics like purity culture, racism, and the patriarchy, while demystifying things like feminism, equality, and love. Stepping away from our evangelical church background, all the while leaning into God and moving forward in our Christian faith. We are truth seekers and love Jesus. And just like Jesus, we invite all to the table. That, my friend, is where you come in. If you have something to say or a perspective to share, don't be shy. We would love to know your story. You can reach us at laurenandadamofficial at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you. And without further ado, let's Let's talk talk about it. it. Hey guys, just a heads up, we were having some technical difficulties the first about 15 minutes, so if the sound sounds a little far away, that's why, but it gets crystal clear after the first 15 minutes, so just hang tight. Thanks guys. Now it's 
seven years or so um, since I've been in the Christian music industry professionally. But I think I also, it touches on a little bit of my experience as also like a worship leader starting at the age of like 11. Like I think about some of those experiences as well. Um, that I, don't, I don't think I consciously thought about it when I was writing the song as much um, as, you know, the later years of being in the music industry. Um, but yeah, I think it all that's all kind of like encompassed into it. But then also not not just like Christian music industry, but also um like in the second verse it kind of touches on my experience with Christian culture yeah. and religious right. culture. Yeah. Um and so that was something I was actually really going through at the moment, you know, of finishing up the song was actually not just the industry, but actually the culture of um, religion as, I guess, a whole. Or yeah. Like, uh, what what are we like structured? Is that yeah structured, structured religion. religion? So just to give it a little bit of context. Yeah. You also have experience touring and being a musician, not in the Christian world. And so kind how does that how does that bit. contrast to like what you saw when you when you stepped into it? Like just so that you can let everybody know a little bit of the inside of like you had an experience in the music industry yeah, and then you had an experience in the Christian music industry. And I think that's important to be able to say that you've been able to see in and outside of that. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, I have, um, I will say that was the earlier stages of my music career. So it was like at a less, um, rigid time of my career. I, I guess you could say it was a little bit more like figuring things out. Um, before I, we went overtly Christian music, um, but I have yeah I have seen both, um, and just that kind of reminds me of when I was in high school and I was really bullied in my Christian private school, um, and I also so then the following year I actually was dual enrolled. I wanted to go to the public school because I thought public school kids were nicer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it um, always seems that way, right? Like yeah. grass is always greener. Yeah. Well, I mean, for, in my case, it was actually true. Um, I feel like just like fit in better in the public school and people just weren't as like, I don't know, I just felt better to have people be who they were without hiding behind religion. So did you see that was true in the music industry then as well? Yeah, 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 for sure. Because I know, so we like had the conversation when we first started that you guys were out playing cover songs and doing all that kind of stuff in bars and you saw the Christian industry and you kind of sought after the freedom of being able to talk about your religion because that's what yeah. the conversation always kind of led you toward. So, yeah. like, at what point did that turn for you where instead of being a place where you were free to talk oh, about your yeah. religion, it was um, a little bit more control over the narrative of what you were allowed to say? Oh, well, it definitely is more controlled within a Christian within a Christian culture, even, even, you know, Christian industry, um, it's definitely more like you, there's just a lot of things you can't say or do or be. Um, so I, yeah, we originally went Christian music because we, at the time we were 16 and 13 years old we were raised in a Christian home and everything that we knew and all the verbiage we had and all the, like, you know, we were like children. I mean, we were actual children. Um, and so our speech and our verbiage and everything we knew, like I said, was all, it was Christianese and, um, and I don't, that's not, 
I'm not like belittling that, especially no, because that was okay. our, totally our truth at the time. And we would do like covers and bars, and then we would, you know, change up words of songs, and then we would also talk in between the songs of like, it would, we would encourage, be like, when God loves you for who you are, and like, you know, we would talk about Jesus and God and like all this stuff. And um, just, you know, we'd come from like a conservative background, and that's what we were. That was what was spewing out of us. So did you feel like that was intentional then? That yeah, you were yeah. kind of steering your sec- your secular performance toward a Christian message? Or did that just kind of happen out of the flow? I think it just kind of happened. It was not intentional. Like, I wasn't trying to be like, oh, let's do this so we fit in a Christian box. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. It just, I had no other experience other than, like, the small, the, the experiences I had up until that point of 16 and you know, 13 years old, like, right. it's just what we did, it's what we talked about, um, and so it was actually out of, and I've always been, like, a freedom chaser, so it's, yeah. like, I, we, we started feeling, although this wasn't really true looking back on it, but I think we were feeling as if, you know, it, it wasn't entirely appropriate to be speaking sure. about Jesus and God in hard rock cafes, it just started feeling right. a little, like, just not, it just didn't match and didn't work good, like, I don't know, the two didn't go It just like, felt yeah. a little disingenuous. Yeah, and so, anyway, we ended up doing Christian music, and uh, I don't know if that was, like, right or wrong. It happened, and we did it for years and years, and that was what we our whole careers were, were like, our whole professional careers. Yeah. Um, it was all Christian music. Um, but then, <laughs> once we were in that, it's, like, it was very yeah. difficult. I mean, you see secular artists now, especially now, Kanye, Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, look at like any any secular mainstream artist. They're embracing Christian culture, but like look at any Christian artist. <laughs> and if they do anything kind of mainstream, like yeah. people just don't it doesn't happen. Like it right. just doesn't like it doesn't work. The support falls out. It falls out. Um I'm hoping things get I don't I don't want to say that like it's gonna be that way forever, but it certainly <laughs> was and has been the time that I've been alive and (laughs) I've been in it Um, yeah so anyway that's my Christian like going from mainstream to Christian music and now finding myself back into the world of uh, mainstream Um, but going into like the Christian music industry stuff like I in Christian culture it's just not typically a place of that's that's, um, willing to deal with questioners or doubters, you know, and that, like, I'm somebody who's always, like, looking for the, the answer or, like, question, I don't know, I'm always questioning things, and I think when I allowed myself to question more and to push boundaries and to not just talk about, not just speak, like, modest is hottest, and be like, what does that really mean? Like, yeah. why am I saying this? You know, getting, getting married to you, right. <laughs> and, like, just all the things, like, sex taught me, and whether it was, like, sex culture, purity culture, going from mainstream Christian culture, like, trying to find this balance of, like, okay, like, where am I at now? Since, like, my Christian music career kind of started dissolving since, like, so my sister ended up quitting about a year and a half ago, but then also life was just kind of leading towards Love Collide as a Christian band dissolving like so we were treated pretty bad yeah oh well yeah i know it, it was pretty rough by the end of it yeah like, there was some really harsh things that were said 
yeah. nearly every show that we played. Yeah. But do you feel like that change in that questioning was, were you incorporating that into your music, or do you feel like that was just happening in your life? I... And there was... It just was... Re- your music was you received mean with differently. My, with Love Collide? Yeah, with Love Collide. Um, I think... I don't know. It's hard to say because our whole point was we wanted to be Christian music that, like, was cool and changed the culture of Christian music and made things, like, seem like it was mainstream, but people who loved Jesus and all that. And, I don't know, just being girls and being cool, um, people just kept saying that we were sexual. And, like, it's just literally, like, it's just crazy because we just really weren't at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> we were right. just, like, girls trying to be, like, and the pop music, culture and, and a Christian culture, Christian industry, like, couldn't handle it. The music that you wrote for that album, too, was written almost two and a half years before it was even, like, produced. Least, yeah, well, that's, that's the industry for you. That's just entertainment <laughs> industry for you. But I guess, I guess what I mean by that is the message that you were writing... Oh, yeah, it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't written in that place of change and questioning. Yeah. It was written in a place of you were in the middle of the Christian industry in the height of your career. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because, yeah, it, the songs, some of them, all of them, but some of them were written like two and a half years before. Yeah. And then once it, you know, the songs come out, then you have like a year and a half of doing those songs yeah. live. So then it's like, okay, four years ago, that's what I thought and felt. And, yeah. um, and I, there's a lot of... Most of the songs, like, we, I still resonated with, um, for sure, but it still was, I don't know, I think it was more of a culture, like, a pop culture sort of situation that, like, made it, like, the Christian industry did not like it, and, you know, all the experiences that you saw firsthand, like, where we were just super sexualized, and, you know, weren't allowed, and our CD wasn't allowed, and, you know, certain... Like Should life way or whatever because because I think my my shoulder was showing or something or there was, was, a there was something with a second piercing in your ear and something with a shoulder and I don't I don't even know which who it was but anyway all that to say like I have since that music and that career has kind of dissolved I've had like an identity crisis <laughs> and I've had like a basically a, a journey of figuring out my own spirituality and yeah. where I land on the religion so how does scale. how does gloves speak to that what's what's like let, let's just start from the beginning like verse one okay what is do you want me to read the lyric yeah go for it read the lyrics okay let's see so the first verse is I hear that people say I'm finally on my way and I should just be thankful to you but you don't know the way the glass is gonna break and I'm about to make a break um, so that verse was about winning the Juno Award. Yeah. Um, Which was hard all by itself. That, and it was about, so our whole, like, lives and careers, we had wanted to be on Winter Jam, and we got, then we got offered Winter Jam, but the most twisted way of being offered. You had to refuse. I had to refuse, because literally, it, that was, like, robbing us of, of our souls. <laughs> In our money. <laughs> um, yeah. What was it? 1,200? 1,500. 1,500 a night to be on Winter Jam to be lights up at that nobody would watch. <laughs> and we had to, and we weren't even allowed on the bus. And anyway, it was like a whole, a whole thing that's like very detailed. But so, 
Um, when people, you know, heard, whether it was our band manager or other people, heard that we got, like, the offer for Winter Jam, they're like, oh my gosh, like, this is it, it's finally this it. This is your opportunity. But then it was like, but it's so, like, what is it? I feel like there's an analogy or metaphor of, like, when something's, up, like, shown to you or given to you, but it's, like, just the twisted version of yeah. what you needed or wanted or it's like it's just so close to a parallel to like what you actually turned it up for yeah because and now it's like the worst version that it could possibly be right and now it's kind of silly because it's like it's winter jam <laughs> and like back when I was a kid winter jam was cool but I mean no offense but winter jam's just kind of I mean it's just yeah. a small thing like it's it is still, now like being on tour and all that stuff like I I can see things for what they are but it still was like a dream that whatever yeah it was an event and it was like a season of somebody's life that yeah. like, they had their life changed. Yeah. And then also, like I said, the Juno Award when people were like, Oh my gosh, you won a Juno, which is the Canadian Grammys. We won Christian Album of the Year. And so it's saying I hear that people say, I'm finally on my way and I should just be thankful to you. Um, I'm kinda I'm talking about the Christian music industry, um, but I'm also I'm kinda I'm kinda talking about like I don't know if there's, like, certain people that come to my head or if it's Christian culture. It just really depends on the day of, like, who I'm speaking right, to, yeah. whether it's, like, I can think of specific people that I'm, like, like, they held things over my head and I kind of was a puppet, whether it's, like, certain, I mean, you know what I mean? I don't want to, like, call out names, but, like, certain people that I basically owe for doing any music and, like, getting as far as I did and all that stuff. But, or... Sometimes, depending on the day, who I'm talking to is God. Like, because there are things that I that I went through with being a Christian artist, especially a girl Christian artist, that it's like I got really upset when like I felt like God let certain things happen, and so I was like, and I should just be thankful to you. Like, you know, sometimes that was kind of my like conversation with him. I'm like, but like this is what it takes, like because, because for me to get this award. Like, for my heart to be, like, broken into because, you know, the thing with, like, my, my sister leaving and then yeah. with people being awful to us in the Christian music industry and, like, I'm like, I should be thankful? Like, I, I'm yeah. confused. Um, so, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it, I feel like all songs can mean different things at different times. Um, and, yeah, it says, but you don't know the way the glass is going to break and I'm about to make a breakthrough. I think that was just, like, for myself, like, I'm either, like, that can mean for me either career-wise or, like, I'm about to make a breakthrough of, like, I'm about to, like, stir some stuff up yeah. <laughs> like, myself or whether it's, like, yeah. religion or whether it's, I don't know. Like, I, I know I have confidence in myself, whether it's doing music or it's the podcast or whether it's just me in my life. Like, I'm about to make a breakthrough, like, I don't know, like, the glass is going to break. Like, I yeah, don't know. Um, maybe I'm cool. at last. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, like, the filter they always saw through or what. I just feel like there's just a lot that that first verse, like, can mean for yeah. me personally. And I hope for other people, too. Like, you know, I I want to leave room for people to make it their own. That's yeah, to put themselves in the story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, can you read the, the chorus for us? Yeah. So it says, gloves that leave no print, but I still feel the grip, your power plans and greedy hands. I can't handle it. Um, so like I said, I don't I don't want to give away too much because I feel like this song can really relate to a lot of people. I originally wrote this from the perspective of like 
You know, like the Kesha song? I think it was Kesha. Yeah. With yep, her producer. producer. Yep. Um, I, that was kind of the um, attitude of the song. Yeah. That was like how it was oh, born. Yeah. That I was mean, the first version that. of the song. Like when I first wrote it, the first words, I was that was the vibe. was like... Power, power plans and greedy hands. I mean, because really that was your experience in the Christian industry. It was yeah. always... You guys had an image. You guys had a product, mm-hmm. but it was never really yours to guide and control. We were, yeah, we were told like what we should or shouldn't say, and like, yeah, we we did everything we could to be honest and authentic and be our true selves. But it was like, it's either they wanted us to be like sad girls, yeah, with like a bunch of anxiety and depression, and then just be like, but but Jesus, which was a season, for which you. was a season, and that should be allowed to be a season, yeah, or. You know, it was like, you have to be perfect. And right. So it just like there wasn't like a good balance. But um, yeah, we did shows and like, you know, one time, like, I think I, my hands were up and like a, my belly showed a little bit and a worship pastor was like, how can you even call yourselves Christians? Right. Like, how can you even worship? Like I saw Medruff and I was like, okay. Um, things like that, like happened all the time. You're like, how can you be in worship? And yeah. that can distract you from yeah. being in the like, presence of God. Like, shouldn't you be, like, distracted by, like, your relationship with God? Like, shouldn't that be your main focus? Well, but, okay, so here's here's kind of where I saw that part of the song, just kind yeah. of knowing the experience of it all, um, was just that there's such a drive for Christian artists mm-hmm. to be either completely pure all the time mm-hmm. in real life on stage on the bus and who, on and instagram like how, how pure how do you define pure like right everybody has their right. own their own um standards standards yeah for purity and that was like one direction you could go mm-hmm. but then there was so much that would happen within the christian industry where there were a lot of people that would just let a lot of things fly yeah. as long as you pretend to be what they're telling you to be mm-hmm. you can be whoever you want to be on the bus, backstage, at yeah. home, as long as the image that you're putting out there yeah. is in alignment with what they believe that you should be. Oh, and I do want to say, like, that's the industry. That's, like, entertainment industry as a whole. Like, I feel like there's every every artist probably experiences that at some point to some degree of, like, yeah. dance, monkey, dance, be who I need or want you to be. But the difference is... I was just talking to a couple of people recently, actually at the Japanese house show. I was talking to a couple yeah. of people. Um, I was like, just what makes it difficult is the fact that like, like m- blending and putting in the same box, like your creativity and your like spirituality yeah, and potentially like your eternal life right. Depend- in the same box it's very, it's just dangerous to me. Like that's the yeah. word that I say because it feels very like, like have somebody having a say over your like creativity whenever it's like yeah. in the Christian industry, they're kind of saying stuff about like what you're going through spiritually as well. Or if they're talking about things that you're talking about spiritually or singing about spiritually or whatever, it can affect therefore like your creativity. Yeah. So it's like allowing your spirituality and your like, well, dependent on what you believe, like, your eternity to yeah. allow that to hang in the balance on something that's al- being allowed to be a facade. Yeah, like somebody's allowed to have an opinion about it. It's just yeah. like, yeah, it just, it's just, a, it's just mentally a lot. Like it's, it's messy and yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah. 
So I think that, I think bottom line, that's kind of like, that's what I say in a, in a short conversation to people when it's yeah. just like I have a blip of a moment for them and they're like, what do you do? And like, what have you done? And they find out I have a Juno award and I'm like, well, I did Christian music. Well, why aren't yeah. you doing Christian music? And I was like, well, it was really traumatizing. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, because you're such a genuine person. You yeah. literally are oh, well, thanks. <laughs> one of the most honest people that I've met like ever, but like one thing that you always pride yourself on is your truth and your honesty through social media and through whatever which platform is, you have. Which is why I went to the Christian industry in the first place is because that was my truth. Yeah. And then when they were like, when I was progressing and evolving and changing and things were, you know, life happens. Like I wasn't allowed to change, evolve, grow. You weren't allowed to maintain publicly your Publicly at all. And like, I'm not, uh, yeah, like to a fault, like I'm an all or nothing human being. Like, yeah. You know, I'm and and not like in your face, but I just want myself to be free. Like I said, I'm a freedom yeah. chaser. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, truth seeker, freedom chasers. I feel like that's like bottom line for me. <laughs> that's like my main stream of, I guess, existence and existence? consciousness. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, and the reason why I chose the metaphor gloves, they leave no print. Right. So like. Right. That's the Clever. thing. Like you can't see a lot of the things that happened and things that were said to us and said to me and like done behind closed doors or messages we received or like, and again, all done in the name of like religion, Yeah, which I could even go into like my culture. Hello, Native Americans. My grandfather thinks that were done to him in the name of yeah. religion and this is all Christian. Actually, it's just like, it's just difficult. You know, I feel like there's maybe some ancestral trauma too that I have maybe going on with that. Yeah. Um, I still consider myself a Christian, so it's not like I've walked away from like Jesus, but right. at the same time, I have restructured that. Like You've hardcore. literally clung to Jesus. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Everything else is pretty much out the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've let everything go because yeah. that's all I can do at this point is just like hang on to Well, it's like when you see... When you see what's behind the curtain. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And that's what we did, basically. It's really hard to allow something as human as structured religion to keep having such a driving factor in your life. Yeah. Like, I was tired of my creativity, my identity, and all that being tied up into being a Christian, blah, like a Christian artist, a Christian writer, a Christian, blah. blah. I'm like, yeah. I just, it's so much pressure to, like, say, like, put your religion with, everything else that you yeah. do like but i think even like within interactions that you had with people at different places you'd perform i mean lord knows we played at a lot of different venues with a lot of different um denominations of christians yeah and there was a sure. specific way that you had to be at each one. Oh yeah i, I mean, mean which i mean just in and of itself kind of shows the nuanced nature of religion. your presentation to people yeah as as you you know your creativity is structured true. toward religion my sister and i at the end towards the end we would just always discuss like we're like so are we doing the dance part <laughs> <Do Right. you laughs> remember? Like, literally every time we're it's like, like let's so... let's just wait till we see the crowd there would be eye contact on stage like, that would do happen we do the thing and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a bad dance it was like no just, do we dance at all because right. some places we were like if we did anything more than like bounce up and down a couple times like people thought we were being sexy and it right. was just 
Yeah, it was bad. And ugh, that's just a terrible mindset to just like be in, especially because I love performing right. and I just want to be able to. Well, be and you're there to perform. I want to be, I want to be myself. And yeah, anyway. And if you can't enjoy it while you're like. Yeah, I'm like, that's performing. the thing that I do. Like, that's the thing I like. Like, that's my life. Like yeah. for us, really, it was like yeah. our entire life was wrapped up in being on the road and performing. Yeah. So if you can't enjoy the moments that you're in and be honest and truthful in your performance, then what are you doing? Oh, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, that's I think, of course, is pretty self-explanatory. Um, yeah. the, fec- the second verse says, I need you to shut up. <laughs> Fabricated love. Think I've had enough of torture. Jump off the sinking ship. I can't keep wondering if I'll drown or if I'll live in the water. That's got a lot of loaded verbiage. Yeah. Um, I feel like that, again, I feel like once you know what this song is about, I feel like you can kind of like put the pieces together, but um, Fabricated Love, just like they love the, the version of me that they piece together. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, as an artist and as somebody who's putting yourself out there as a product, mm-hmm. do you feel a responsibility to allow that to just be a product that they're allowed to, to, to fabricate? Yeah, but n- not when it, like, yes. But not when it comes to, like, the things that I end up, like, creating or, like, I'm kind of, I don't know, that's an interesting question i feel like if it didn't like affect the product after like i feel like if it didn't change if we were like book shows right if like we danced and people had a problem with it but we still still kept on booking shows and it didn't matter then yeah then that's fine they can think what they think and either love the show or hate the show i don't really it wouldn't matter to me but like being in the Christian industry is like once you have like a reputation or anything like that, like people will stop booking or whatever. So I think it's just a matter of like survival within your career, but yeah, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I don't, I don't, I guess, I guess the question was a little bit more like, um, what responsibility do you feel like you have to the audience that has followed you? So like, the people that were there for you and supported you oh, when you first started Love Collide and what your message was. I love in. them. Do you feel do you feel like you have a responsibility to maintain what they first supported no. and fell in love with because no. it's a product? No. Um, no. No one co- well. So my sister and I had discussed Love Collide changing from Christian music to mainstream music. We had talked about that because we're like, we're Love Collide, we can do what we want. <laughs> But I feel like Love Collide did kind of become a product. Yeah. However, myself, no. Right. I have the choice of changing myself and evolving how I want. I think Love Collide was, it, it did end up being a product that was separate from yeah. myself in a way. And that's why you kind of felt it divorced from yourself and who you wanted to become? Well, like, maybe. All this is like looking back on it. Like, I didn't know all this stuff when oh, I was in it. Sure. Like, I just was living my life on tour. And, and I, everything is a I thought it, offense. I thought it was me. And I think that that was yeah. the problem. Wow. Is that, like, it was my identity. Like, do you know what I mean? I think that's the core of it. And it wasn't. 
and it shouldn't be. <laughs> it isn't. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Is that answer? I don't know if I answered. No, your that question. like to me, like I that that was kind of what I was asking was. But now do I don't. You feel like I don't. I don't have a responsibility to stay what I was. For sure, I guess it, it's kind of leading me to. Do you feel like because Love Collide became a product, mm-hmm. now you're able to separate yourself from it? But do now, you, do you feel like when you were in the moment that? trying to make it you and trying to yeah i tried allow it to be your entire existence like love collide was who you were creatively and emotionally yeah. and spiritually do you feel like you should have allowed it to just be a product more and pitched it to people and allowed them to like like what they like and you can have your own life on the side i i'm not that kind of person maybe some people can i know people you know people that do that and it's a character essentially that they put on but like when you're talking when you're talking about spirituality specifically i feel like that should not be a character as much i don't have i'm not judging people that we know that do that i just don't understand how they do like i like kudos to them for like doing their product and like making their career out of their character um but I, that's just not me. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, and when people started attacking your spirituality and your connection to God, mm-hmm. basing it on the things that you did in your performance that was a performance, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's probably when it started to I don't really be know. For you. It wasn't even so much. It's weird because maybe, maybe I've blocked some stuff out, but I don't. It just got to the point where I felt uncomfortable. Like at our shows, people would preach and say things that I'm like, oh, I like totally disagree. Like yeah. I'm like 100% not. <laughs> I know not, one of the shows you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like 100% not in agreement with this human being who's talking to these thousands of people and kids. Like I just, I, I didn't want to associate with a lot of the things that the Christian industry was like preaching. Whether it was like purity culture and everything else that that entails (laughs) um there's just a lot of stuff us being girls we were kind of always like our demographic was always like teenage kids pretty much for the most part and like the things that we would get hired to do was like what you talk about literally purity culture and like that kind of stuff and the beginning of our careers we did do that because that's what we believed and i can't speak for my sister but like i know i grew out of that and i don't like purity culture works for some people but that's not what i'm preaching yeah like i think it's dangerous and toxic i think it can work for people sure just like a lot of things can work for people and they can manage and whatever yeah but i just yeah there's just like stuff i i think to answer your question is maybe some people they can and that's great for them but i'm not that person yeah i'm not i don't put on characters um yeah. I put on different versions of myself. Like, you know, I'm an introverted person. So when I perform, I'm like, wow, crazy, you know? So like in that way, a character, but like, it's also still myself. Do you know what I mean? I don't right. change my, you're not changing the content. You're just changing how it's projected onto people. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's so, an interesting question. Um, the next part you're talking about, um, you can't handle any more torture or whatever. <laughs> yeah. that, whatever oh yeah. I think I've exactly. had enough of torture. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what that was. I mean, just it, being that, doing that, 
in and of just, itself just it was, just was torture like yeah. the fabricated love was torture like you creating bits and pieces of me that i hardly even resonated with anymore and mm -hmm. that was the version you loved and knowing that you wouldn't love the version the like true version of myself or the current yeah. version of myself was just painful and then like jump off the sinking ship i can't keep wondering if i'll drown or if i'll live in the water is probably like the one that's like the line that gets me because like that's all I knew was like Christian music, Christian culture, Christian industry, Christian beliefs, conservative beliefs. Like everything was like, that was like, that's what I had made. And what I had thought was my identity. Like, um, it was my identity essentially. So I just like had to restructure it like entirely. Um, so was, was the sinking ship for you? Was that love collider? Was that, mm, what was that? I don't think so. Um, jump off the sinking ship hmm. <sighs> means different things at different times, but I think I don't, I don't know whether it was the opinions of other people jump off the sinking ship as, sh as light as that, or if it was like my beliefs as a Christian, like, yeah, you know, jump off the sinking ship. Like I felt like. I feel like the evangelical church specifically is a sinking ship period. Yeah. Like if we're talking about like a specific thing that I believe is a sinking ship, it's that like the evangelical church, purity culture, that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. misogyny, all of that. I'm like just sexist, bigoted Christian faith, that version it is a sinking ship, right? But then there's versions that I didn't see as like that. And I thought it was just simple and easy. And in a way, like I had to jump off of everything. Yeah. In order to like. Throw out the baby with the bathwater, right? Truly. Like I kind of did. And then I was like, oh no, it's okay. <laughs> there's like pieces. I think I've said that in another episode. Like there's pieces that I've like kept and I've like mm -hmm. held on to. But yeah, I just think the sinking ship was. And is my idea of what being a Christian is entirely. Well, it's interesting to me because like anytime I've heard that line in the song um, relating to faith and all of that and like your walk in your religion, mm -hmm. it, it draws a really close parallel to step off the boat and see if you sink. Yeah. So, right. Or if Jesus really does have you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I kind of saw it as like Christianity, right? Like is the boat and like, you know, when they're, they, they're like, walk the plank, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it's like my hands are tied and I'm like, I might as well just jump because I feel like they want me off anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm just going to do it. Like before somebody has to throw me off, I'm just going to jump off yeah, and see if I sink and see if i swim <laughs> like, yeah um but there's no way of knowing but just looking at the water right and so yeah i was just like oh i'm about to do something super dangerous and i have no idea if this is gonna work out for me at all like i literally might drown yeah. i have no idea yeah yeah so that's i feel like the i feel like gloves is not a song for me in the past which is why like i love it like yeah. it's like it, it was a moment it is moments but it's like it's still happening. Like I, 
I feel like it's one of those songs that I feel like I'm always going to feel like slightly. Because you're always seeking change and seeking yeah. freedom. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm always jumping off ships. <laughs> yeah. But this one was just really, really dramatic, I think. You're taking steps out onto the water to Jesus and trusting that he isn't going to let you fall into the water. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just really emotional. Just hoping that I don't sink. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah. And. Because, like, I feel like every step that you've made kind of as we talked about in the beginning is taking steps toward what you believe the heart of God is like to kind of bring it back to your representation of faith Mm -hmm. was tied to your music and Mm -hmm. was tied to a lot of different things that happened in this last season. Yeah, I had no idea what my faith was outside of music and that's weird. And it was, (laughs) but it wasn't stepping away. It was stepping toward what you understood of God and of Jesus. Right. So yeah, like I posted in that one Instagram post, like I'm not walking away from center. I'm running towards center. Like what yeah. I believe is center, truth and light yeah. and and truth. Like, you know, like I'm not I'm not running into the darkness to see yeah. if the darkness feels good. See if it has something for you. Like, no. Like I think that where I was at is further off than where I'm going. Yeah. And where I am. You know, and so, and I think that's the difference is people just like always assume it's like you've just gone off a path or you're yeah. trying something or you're like dabbling. And I'm like, no, I'm running and I'm running <laughs> towards the light. Like yeah. I'm running towards truth and love and right. light and all of that. It's interesting to me that Christians have a negative connotation to finding a narrow path, seeing as there's so much correlation to God talking about how the path to heaven is straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a funny thing to me that running running off from where everybody else is mm. down something narrow that you feel like you're chasing down Jesus is a negative thing. But that's just a passing thought. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to, to think about that. But yeah, uh, I think the last bit, like with gloves and it being the the bridge, is you're scared of me because I don't need you. You're scared to see that I see through you. Um, again, whether it's the Christian music industry that I'm talking about or just like Christian culture and like people in my life or like followers that I have and people that are able, like I, I see people's negative and like (laughs) aggressive reactions towards me, um, as fear. Um, I mean, I think that's kind of a healthy way to see it at least. I mean, I mean in my yeah. in my opinion, allowing it um, to really be the expression of themselves. Like they're not angry at me, they're just scared. And yeah. like I don't know, I think that's just kind of what that means. It's like you're scared of me cuz I don't need you. Like I don't need your interpretation anymore. Yeah. Like I don't need your perspective anymore. I don't need your opinions. Like and yeah, I don't need you to like survive. Yeah. And that again, there's like certain people I feel that I feel that is like associated with personally for myself, but I want that to be something that people can relate to obviously outside of my own experience. And like I said, and like you've heard, this is not just one thing that I'm like writing about. It's like a season. It's yeah. It's like a big, it's like big season, big, it's it's a (laughs) book. It's one of the book in the collection. Yeah. It's a big thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much like, 
that's that's pretty much it that simple lighthearted, <laughs> like a uh, song i guess um yeah do you i mean do you have any questions i don't know if i like i don't know if i answered things well or... no you totally answered i feel like people really are gonna well. be like what did you go through like what was it and i just don't really know i don't know what i all i want to say yeah there's not like a specific thing well it's there just, are but there's I a don't, lot of specific but yeah things. i don't want to just like like that just doesn't feel like necessarily right to just i don't think it's helpful for any narrative yeah so yeah i don't i still love jesus and like, you mentioned you like something about my love collide fans that still follow me which yeah. i think most of them unfollowed me after i posted the how i became an affirming christian video <laughs> right but the ones that are that still remain like i obviously love them i don't want anyone I don't want anyone to follow me and feel negatively. If you, if like, you know, if you don't like what I post or if you yeah. don't like the songs I'm putting out or whatever, like, like leave. Like, and I'm not saying like, you know, watch like the door or don't let the door hit you. Right, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just like, I truly believe in like doing what's healthy for you. Yeah. And I, I'm fine with that. Like, And if I bring negativity into your life, like then, I don't want to do that. No. So like just unfollow or unsubscribe or do what you need to do. I don't. I mean, I, you don't always have to tell me all the things. Like, I don't think I deserve to be, like, yelled at. But, sure. like, also, like, peacefully leave. Do what you want. Or, like, the ones that have stayed, like, absolutely love it. I'm pretty active on my social media. So, like, I know who's still there and who has left. And yeah. it means a lot to me. Like, it means, like, the world to me when people remain. and yeah. <laughs> They're willing to be challenged. They're willing to have conversations. Yeah. Um, because... I didn't get to where I was without conversation. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I have love and mm. I don't have like any hate towards anybody. So I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope people stay and have conversation and keep this thing just going, yeah. I guess. Well, I'm so glad we we're able to talk about this song. Cause I feel like mm. I've, I've had questions that we, we've kind of talked through, but like, yeah. We haven't really had the, the time to just sit down and... broad this was, really, probably. Yeah, break it all down. Yeah. Into, like, actual little moments that we've oh. had throughout our career. Yeah. Yeah, obviously there's lots more, but... And faith journey and all of those things. We hit the... Yeah. We, hit the we hit the surface? Yep. Is that it? But anyway, yeah. yeah, well, thanks for talking with me about yeah. this. And I hope you guys listen to it. It's on Spotify, iTunes, on YouTube, my Instagram, all that stuff. We'll make sure we link everything down below. It'll be in the show notes. But yeah, we'll play the song here right now. Thanks you guys for listening. And until next time. Bye. Bye.
Глаза